Not only does cancer blow, it is absolutely shitty. It is shit across the board, emotionally, physically, everything about it. And in my case, being diagnosed with colon cancer, it is shit. All the symptoms, not all the symptoms, but most of the symptoms revolve around what's happening to your bowels. And that involves poop. So every doctor's appointment I went to and have gone to and continue to go to, it's always talking about bowels. So the early signs and I had talked about before were I had diarrhea. So the changes in my bowel were definitely diarrhea and then blood in my stool. So bloody diarrhea. There are other types of cancer poo and I feel like I'm becoming quite the expert on cancer poo because that is all around me. And when you have a lot of time to just wait and wait for results and the internet is pretty handy, you start looking up, well, what is cancer poo? I don't recommend looking at those pictures. They're absolutely disgusting, but there are different types of cancer poo. So there's the typical one where you are 50 and it's time to go get your colonoscopy and they send you for a fit test. And what they're really testing for is if you have blood in your stool that is undetectable. So with the naked eye. So this would be called the occult blood. And if it comes back positive, then you get a colonoscopy because there's something going on up in your bowels, in your colon, and there's blood. I did do a fit test and as I could physically see blood, it of course came back positive. So then there's mine. Uh, apparently you can also get constipation. I did not get constipation, but you can. You can alternate between constipation and diarrhea. And then there's actually what, if you type in a search internet, cancer poop or cancer poo, cancer shit, whatever you want to type in and what it looks like. And I did have this when I was not having absolutely runny, runny diarrhea. And I knew it was off, but I never really associated with actual being cancer poo. And so what it is, is bear with me, is uh, really, it's called ribbon or finger poop. So your poops are really, really, really skinny. And they say if they're skinnier than your finger, then that's way too skinny. Well, I'm not one to look in the toilet and start putting my finger up against my poop to see how skinny it was but they were definitely skinnier. So they're very ribbon-like. And why that was happening, and I found that afterwards, is because I had that nasty uh, tumor in me and it was blocking part of my colon. So for it to push out, it had to get really, really skinny. So having really skinny poops once in a while is not something to worry about. And I found that out about a lot of my other symptoms too, uh, and the whole, about some of its parts. So Individual symptoms on their own don't mean cancer, not necessarily, but when you have a bunch of them combined, then as a whole, they equal cancer. So I had the bloody diarrhea, and then I had when I was having poops that weren't diarrhea, they were the ribbon poops, and it wasn't just once or twice, it was more frequent. And then I had night sweats. And at the time I had put my night sweats to, I'm, I'm a hot sleeper at night. And who knows, early menopause, all those other things, hormones, I don't know. And then, so I was having the night sweats and I never thought anything of it. So it wasn't a symptom I thought to bring forward to my doctor. So a lot of these symptoms I found out afterwards in combination were all part 
of the cancer. But I never thought of them that way. Um, another one was uh, sulfuric burps. So I have an allergy to eggs. So having burps that smell like rotten eggs is not foreign to me. I've had them before. And when I have, I've always put it down to I must have eaten something with eggs. Well, I was having uh, sulfuric burps or rotten egg smelling burps. Um, if I think back, were they happening more frequent? I think so. But at the time, I never put it together that they were happening more frequent because it wasn't like I was burping nonstop. But when I did burp, they happened to be gross smelling. And again, I found out afterwards that what was happening was the cancer when it was growing in my colon was creating a vi an environment that it needed to grow. And a very sulfuric kind of environment is what helps the cancer grow. So if you're burping a lot of uh, rotten egg smelling burps, and it could mean, not that it does, but in my case, it was meaning that uh, the cancer was, it was growing. It was, um, the tumor was big and it was, it was there, right? I, it was, it was bleeding and it was now at the point where it was noticeable and detectable, I guess is what it kind of meant. So in individually, all the symptoms on their own would not have meant cancer and they didn't trigger anything. But after I got diagnosed, it was this combination of all of them together. And yes, that's that's a sign of colon cancer, the, the night sweats, um, the sulfuric burps, the physical look of your poo, the cancer poo, and uh, the diarrhea that doesn't go away even when you're bulking up and all the rest, and then the blood in the stool. So the sum of all the parts equal together, and I had more than one symptom that it was colon cancer. Uh, so you go to the doctor, a GI specialist, and they always want to talk about poop and the look of it. So I'm becoming quite the expert on what cancer poop and regular poops look like. Um, my family is loving all the poop talk. I think I've scared my kids off when every time they have a poop, I'm like, is it normal? What does it look like? Can I look at it? And that's just me being a little paranoid, but this is something that they're going to have to live with for the next bit. Uh, there's actually a thing called the Bristol poop chart, which again, I found out about, and it's official where they, where the doctor will ask you what your poop looks like and if it fits on the chart and what's in the normal range and what's in the not normal range. When you look up Bristol poop chart, the very weird and kind of creepy thing is, is it not only shows you the chart, but there's a whole bunch of people who make cakes based on the poop chart. So not sure what says happy birthday, like a poop chart, but there's a whole lot of cakes on this Bristol poop chart. So that was kind of a little disturbing for me. I, I also at home live with a three-year-old, a six-year-old, and a husband who also likes a bit of bathroom humor. So prior to this, you know, talking about poop, pee, farting, and every bodily function was something that happened more frequently than I'd like to admit, and lots of times at the dinner table. And now since this, it's just even more frequent. 
because that's kind of the nature of colon cancer, I guess. So we do a lot of uh, honest talking about about poop. Um, like I said, my, my poor son, quit embarrassing me. I don't want you to talk about poop. I don't want you to look at it. But being a little bit paranoid myself, um, feeling like sometimes I didn't catch the symptoms fast enough or wasn't paying attention to them, it just makes me kind of want to be on top of things. Uh, it's just, and it reminds me of when you bring a newborn home and you're always talking about newborn poop, right? Uh, what color is it? What does it smell like? How many times do they poop during the day? Because poo is such a great indicator of health and what's happening on the inside of your body. And so I felt like we went through that as a newborn, uh, especially with my daughter, because she did have some GI bowel um, issues when she was first born, but everything's great now. And now it's kind of come full circle and we're right back to poop and cancer poop. So cancer poop is definitely a thing. It is a real thing. Um, and again, it's mostly the, the blood in your stool or sometimes it's the undetected blood. And um, then it's the really skinny ribbon-like ribbon -like poop. But if it happens once or twice, I'm told, don't worry about it, right? Um, but it's one of those things now that every time I, you go to the bathroom, especially for me, it's, it's worrisome. And I'm trying to get to the point where it's, it's not, and I'm sure that'll come in time. Uh, another question is, what is a normal poop? And because I haven't had a normal bowel movement in so long, like longer than I can remember, because it feels like I've been going through this for a very long time, I almost don't remember what normal is or what normal feels like or what normal looks like. So trying to get back to that is kind of difficult. And then when I think I do have one, it's a big celebration. So my poor husband, when I jump up, I'm like, I think, think I had a normal poop. High fives, high fives all around from my normal poop. And at this point, I think he just shakes his head at the whole thing. But it's the little celebrations, I guess. And it's one of those things that you just, you never think, I guess, that you'd have to constantly worry about what your bowels are going to be like and what you're putting in and coming out and all the rest. Because uh, I can honestly say being bef before, I'd go to the bathroom, I'd wipe flush, and that was it. I was not one of those people who felt the need to look at the toilet paper after I wiped or look back to see what I had done. I mean... It was out and that was that. And growing up, it wasn't something that was an appropriate talk at a table or anywhere. So it wasn't like we discussed what our poops looked like, what our poops like felt like, what, you know, were you constipated? Did you have diarrhea or anything like that? Or even how frequently you went. It was just something that you did. So this whole idea of talking poop and everything it's taken a while and but my kids are slowly embracing it my son <laughs> but I think they more like to just talk the bathroom humor and 
Uh, if you're talking about diarrhea, if you can include a sound effect, uh, they sold fart sound effect, then that makes it even better. Um, and then we also have a Lexa at home and just my daughter tries to request songs and my son does too. And sometimes Alexa doesn't always hear what she, what they're trying to say. And we stumbled across the toilet bowl cleaners and they have a whole wide variety of songs all based on your bowels from the pee song to the diarrhea bounce back and across the board and the funny thing is and I don't even know if it's fitting or funny or ironic but we stumbled across the toilet bowl cleaners and all their uh poop songs right around the time when this was all happening this summer so my daughter now likes to just sing randomly the Diarrhea Bounce Back song and people kind of be like, oh, she's singing, what's she singing? And if you listen carefully, they're like, oh, is she saying diarrhea? And my husband are like, yep, yeah, nope, she's singing the Diarrhea Bounce Back song. And before bed, she likes to request the Diarrhea Bounce Back song. So if you have Alexa and you want to give the toilet bowl cleaners a try, like I said, they have a whole wide variety. My son knows the words to all the songs. Some of them are make you want to shake your head and they're absolutely disgusting. But it kind of fits with this whole thing about poop and poop talk. So as I move forward through this journey that I'm still going through, there'll be probably a lot of referrals back to cancer poo and bowels and poop because it is colon cancer and with colon cancer colorectal cancer you can't talk about colon cancer I think and not talk about poop because it kind of goes hand in hand and that's how I started this whole thing or what triggered that something was not right in my life and it was it all started out with having irregular bowel movements and bowel movements that weren't normal for me so that's kind of cancer poop in a in a nutshell if you really would like to look up more um make sure you're not eating at the time and Right now, uh, at this stage in the journey, I'm still still waiting to go get um, my surgery that I know needs to happen. And like I said, when you're waiting and you have all these questions and thoughts in, in the back of your mind and the internet is so handy and you're spending quite a lot of time on the toilet anyways, it's kind of natural that it all comes together and you find yourself looking up what does a normal poop look like? How often should you be going to the bathroom? What isn't normal? When should you worry? And things like that. So that's kind of, if anyone were to pick up my phone from about April to July, or even further into August, if I'm honest, you were to pick up my phone and look at my Google search and all my saved pages and internet history, you would get a lot of graphic pictures and questions all relating to poop 
and bowels. <laughs>